0: Welcome to the Fearless Sellers, the women of Amazon podcast. I'm Joey Roberts. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fearless. We're going to deep dive into two powerful forces that shape our lives, often without us even knowing the fixed and the growth mindsets. Are you born with a certain set of talents and intelligence? Is your potential predetermined? Or... Can you grow and stretch the boundaries of your abilities with effort and time? This is something I have thought about a lot as an entrepreneur, and especially when I've been selling on Amazon and building businesses and starting new brands, and also as a mom watching and raising a kid, this fixed and growth mindset is something I've, I've thought about a lot. And it was introduced to me at Fearless Mom about six years ago when I just had my son Ford. And this fixed and growth mindset came, came into play and was introduced to me by Julie Richard at Fearless Mom. So I gotta give her a shout out for that. Imagine two students learning to play the piano. One hits the wrong note and thinks, I will never get this. I'm just not musically inclined. That is a fixed mindset speaking. It's a belief that talent alone leads to success and effort is not part of the equation. Now, another student hits the same wrong note and thinks, huh, well, that didn't sound right, but I'll practice and I will get better. That is the voice of a growth mindset. The understanding that abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. So as we go through this short episode, just ask yourself, what mindset do you hold and how does it shape your approach to your business and your life challenges? Let's look at the research. It's fascinating research by renowned psychologist, Carol Dweck. Carol's groundbreaking work has revealed that mindsets are not just a trivial preference in perspective. They're rooted in our brains neuroplasticity, the ability for our neurons to form new connections throughout our life. Dweck's study actually began in the classroom. She was observing how students handled challenges and was able to see some fixed mindsets and was faced with growth mindsets And was able to see that. And that's interesting because it starts in the classroom at a young age. And she saw mindsets that could embrace challenges and view them as opportunities and improve. And that is the growth mindset, which, in my opinion, is the right mindset for entrepreneurs. And as an Amazon seller, it it hits me that if, if you don't have a growth mindset, how are you going to succeed through all the bumps in the road of growing, growing a business. So here's the kicker, though. Mindsets can change. Like You can develop a growth mindset. You can do intentional practice. And we can actually shift from a fixed to a growth mindset. And it all begins with self-awareness and the conscious decision to embrace challenges persist through obstacles and learn from criticism. And finding lessons in success in others, I find helpful. That's actually why I created this podcast. I wanted to be real about my mistakes and the bumps in the road that I've hit growing my Amazon business and even with other entrepreneurial endeavors, right? I'm always trying to be open and honest with all of you of like, hey, I'm just a regular person and I built a brand from zero to a million. And there were a lot of struggles and without a growth mindset, I don't know that I would have been able to get through the the ups and downs. I think my mind also was growing. I was able to to embrace a growth mindset and and talk to myself, talk myself through it, right? And my goal is always resilience and I remind myself of that that I need to foster resilience that is so I am equipped with the tenacity to keep going whenever things get tough. And I think it's like Grant Cardone, one of his books was like, if you don't have problems, then you're not growing. So I always remember that. It's like, I need to create problems, solve problems, create more problems, solve problems. And then I know that I am on the road to success. And I have to tell you, building that business super fast in one year as a brand new Amazon seller was creating more and more problems for myself. And I was like, I'm going to solve this problem, but I know there is another problem. But while I was going through those problems, I thought, I need to solve this because I feel like the next problem isn't going to suck as bad as this problem. I was usually wrong, but that helped me get through it, right? It was like, instead of avoiding the challenge, I was like, I need to get through this as soon as possible. And I might not be able to do it yet, but I'm going to learn with time and effort and asking questions, right? I had to drop my ego and be like, hey, I need help here. And That was one of the big ways that I built resilience and was able to push forward. And when you don't fail, you don't, you don't really want, well, I'm sorry, I'm trying to say like, when you fail, you don't give up, right? That is persisting through the face of, of setbacks. It's like analyzing what went wrong, what you can do differently next time. And learn from your experiences. It sounds so cliche, but what I would do when I was struggling through some rough business patches with my with my Amazon stuff, and I do today, right? Like I'm right now working on uh, packaging design, and I'm second guessing things, and I'm questioning, and I'm so into this packaging I'm building that I've been overthinking it, and. I finally settled on a design and I placed placed my order. And what I'll do before I go to bed at night, I'll just take, take, close my eyes, lay there in bed, and I will run through the challenges from the day. And I'll replay them in my mind and think, okay, how can I replay this challenge differently? Like what would I have done differently? And I've done that with the packaging design because I probably, I don't know. I don't want to say wasted, but I could have saved myself it maybe 10 days. And to me, 10 days is a lot. The the holidays are coming up and I w- I want to get this this packaging on my product and I start to think and get mad at myself and I just have to know that this effort I'm putting in is the path to mastery. Like understanding that my effort is a necessary part of the journey for improvement. So my effort to care as much about this packaging and making sure every single ingredient is in the right order and and the directions are clear and you can read it and driving my mind into a spiral. I do have to sit there and say, hey, you know what? It is awesome that I care so much because my buyers are going to care. So I try to praise that effort and encourage the development of my growth mindset to just keep pushing forward. And then I have to learn from criticism, right? I I showed the packaging to some some uh friends family of mine and it's hard to take criticism on the packaging I just worked really hard on and I was like, "You know what? I asked for I asked them to give me feedback and then I could take the criticism personal or I can use it constructively and Full disclosure, I tested the packaging on PickFu. So I actually used a professional testing site because it's an Amazon package. So I like to test stuff with data, but I do open up to my friends and family and then I'll get criticism. I'm like, oh boy. Okay. And now look, um, you know, if you're listening to my podcast and you, you buy my product, you're like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I wrote Joey a bad review? on her packaging design. Like, Oh, would that just like crush me? It's like, no, it wouldn't. That's okay. I would have to just take it and know that bad reviews happen. Um, so yeah, nobody go do that because that would just be evil and mean. But what I'm saying is when you get bad reviews, that just crushes some sellers and i coach a lot of sellers through that like hey we we take some on the chin and you know your brand is growing and people are paying attention if if people take the time to leave you a review and we all know the people who complain the squeaky wheels you're gonna get those people before you get all the five-star reviews it's just kind of how it happens if you've never had a negative review you're awesome. And and I love that for you, but bad reviews do happen. So learn from criticism and just be able to take it. And I'm not saying learn and improve my packaging design, but I'm learning that I can handle the criticism. And that is part of wanting to be seen and known. And one of the things is the word yet. I was trying to say, well, I don't know how to sell on Amazon yet. That was something when I told myself, I'm going to start this Amazon business. And if you listen to other episodes of the podcast, you might know that I did try to sell on Amazon in 2017 and I sold a stroller strap and it didn't go so well. And I immediately shut it down. I didn't spend a lot of money on it, but I didn't say, oh, I'm a... I don't know how to sell on Amazon. I'm never going to do this again. I thought, you know what? I don't know how to sell on Amazon the way that I want to sell yet. So I knew I wanted to sell, but I had to take a different approach. And this is one of the struggles with talking to people who want to sell. They'll say, "Oh, I I tried selling on Amazon. I didn't make money. It didn't work." It's like, "Well, did you have a coach? Did you know how to sell? What was your approach?" Because I've been there. My first product I ever tried to sell does not define my entire selling journey. And think if I had thought, oh well, you know, this stroller strap—I uh, didn't validate the product. I just put my logo on it and put it up on Amazon and left it there. What if I thought, well, that means I'm not a good Amazon seller? Well, that is a total fixed mindset, right? You have the—I had the growth mindset, luckily—to say. I don't know how to sell on Amazon yet, but I am going to figure it out and I am going to put in a ton of effort so that I can master selling on Amazon. And now I can coach you guys and help anybody who is willing and in- wants my help I want to help you I think it's just so wonderful anybody who has the desire to sell on Amazon so you you know as always reach out to me if you want my help my help selling but that's one thing we look for in members for our AMZ insiders community and I look for people to collaborate with who have the growth mindset and I want to be around those people where we can all cheer each other on right and I also like setting learning goals You know, it's like we have our performance goals and we set goals around how many sales we want in units. You'll hear me talk about that a lot. I'll say, I need to sell 20 units on Monday because, you know, if Friday comes along and I haven't sold my 20 units on Monday, then I'm going to have a bad weekend. So I also set learning goals. Like I am going to learn how to trick the new Amazon algorithm, or I'm going to, learn um, a new trick with ringless voicemail, right? And then I celebrate that I've learned something new. I like to celebrate small wins. And that's something I had to learn because day in and day out a feeling like I just had struggles and I needed to grow past the $300,000 a month mark, but I was running out of inventory. I had to dig deep into my resilience and my growth mindset and say, Hey, you know what, Joey, you're making these sales and I have, I'm going to learn how to manage my inventory better. And then I'm going to master it so that my next brand or the next month, I don't run out of inventory. Fixed first growth mindset. Let me know what you feel you have and maybe you have a combination, right? Like maybe some things are fixed. I can give you kind of an example. Like I'm, I was a gymnast growing up and a cheerleader and very athletic. I'm into working out, but there are just sports that people have invited me to do. And it's not that I could not be good at them. I have no desire to be good at them. And I would normally say, oh, like, a couple, I used to joke around and nobody get offended, but I used to joke around and people be like, Hey, you want to go play tennis? And I'd be like, Oh, I'm not old enough yet. You know, cause you know, it's always the joke of retired people just play tennis all day. But the truth is I just wasn't interested in it and I had no desire to get better. And occasionally I would go and play a little bit, not serious. And I'd be like, eh, you know what? I'm not, Great at this because I don't want to be good at tennis. And that was a choice. Whereas I was good at gymnastics. And if I couldn't nail one of my tricks, I couldn't do, you know, a, a full after my backhand spring, then I would work at it and work at it. And I would see people that it came super easy to. And I would say, you know what? They make it look easy. I want to make it look easy, so I would practice when nobody was watching, and I would practice and practice, and eventually I was the one who who made it look easy. And I do that with working out now, right? Like I work out a lot. I love rhythmic spin, I like doing push-ups. Okay, nobody likes doing push-ups. That's like not true. but I got really good at push-ups by convincing my mind that I liked doing it and I needed to do more and more. Of it. So I don't even let my mind go to, oh, I don't want to do push ups. I'm just like, how many am I going to do today? And that is an approach that I take towards business because I can relate to the fitness and the workout part of it. And it seems a little easier when you're just talking about a workout than navigating your business, but it really encompasses your entire mindset and how you, you can attack and view all problems in your life. Well, Until next time, stay fearless. If you're already selling on Amazon or you're looking to get started and you want my help, go to amzfearless.com to book a free strategy selling session. We can see if we can help you out. That's amzfearless.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. Until next time, stay fearless.